Blue Court. A movie podcast where John and Sean watch shit, judge shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Hello. I think you're going to be mad at me during this process where we decide which movie to watch. Yes, why is that? Because I can I can't not watch Mile 22. <laughs> I'm fine with watching Mile 22. Are you sure? Yes, I am a mild to moderate Peter Berg fan. <laughs> Just <Okay>. like <laughs> Well, I have this thing with Peter Berg where I know that none of his movies are necessarily even good. They're fun. But too. I find well, myself enthralled during portions of them. Yes, I think he makes uh, okay movies that I like watching. Like, the most riveted in an action scene for a long time for me was the Lone Survivor shootout. Yes. I mean, that, that's... that's it was insane. It's like the only time I've actually, like, I remember gripping the seats tightly. <laughs> it's an intense, intense movie. And they got me to root for, like, American soldiers. That's hard to do. Ooh, America is a great country, and I'm proud to be born here. Uh, born southern, wait, American? Ale- Alexa's the- not listening right now. <laughs> Siri's not listening. I'm right American now. by the grace of God. Uh, also, before we get to that, shouldn't we talk about the delicious German food that we just had? Good lord. <laughs> I that had... Shiza was rich. <laughs> I had an apple strudel. Uh, I had some apples. I had some vanilla ice cream, some whipped cream. There was very few apples. No, it was bre- some kind of bread. I don't know what's in a strudel. Yeah. but You were strudeled out. Yes, I And feel then you weird. had, it was topped with not only ice cream, but also whipped cream. Yes. Which I felt was extremely decadent. And I kept caramel. waiting for Augustus Gloop to come suck on your titty <laughs> while you were eating it. I wish. <laughs> I yeah. went with uh, the, uh, we, we just went with Sweet Treats We were time. Sweet Treat Boys. Um, which, uh, most malls now, I feel like, have like the German restaurant in there, right? I think if so. If they don't, they should. Yeah, you need a place to get pretzels and sausage. Because if you can't have a pounded out piece of veal for $28 <laughs> no. at a shopping mall... Then what good? What good? What good is this mall? What's the point of living if yeah. you don't have that? I feel like every mall needs to be bookended by a weirded out German polka restaurant. Yes, where they're just screaming polka music at yes. you. Yes, and then at the other side there should be a Panda Express and a competing uh, Cajun restaurant that is also a Panda Express. Yes. And if you don't have those choices, then I hate to get jingoistic like Peter Berg, but that ain't my America. Get out of our America. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the food is uh, really, really delightful. I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to make it through the whole movie. I'm worried that this uh, too much dairy. I'm having uh, the uh, pretzel bread pudding. Oh, that's a lot of carbs for a guy who's not a big carb guy. Yeah, I think you're going to make it. I hope. I don't know. I'm I'm going to be praying for you. So you're okay with mile twenty two? Yes, of course. Crazy Rich Asians is opening. Oh, um, I you know strangely Alpha. I've heard, oh. The prehistoric dog movie. I've heard nothing good about that. It's opening. But tell me more about this crazy rich Asians. The internet seems to think that it's okay and fun and a delightful uh, romantic comedy, which I don't. Not even Asian aside, I can't imagine why watching rich people would be romantic. It's like, eh, of course it's romantic. You got a billion dollars. You don't have to go to work. That's what romance is all about. You just go and you make out. You know, you rub each other's genitals by a pool. That's romantic. Yeah. If you gotta go to work, ugh. You 
are a dream weaver. <laughs> That's me. Rub my genitals by the pool, please. <laughs> yes. Not in the pool because you could get some infections. But... Oh, I'm a white guy with a Twitter account. I just think white guys with Twitter accounts aren't allowed to say things, bad things about a movie called, that has Asians oh, in the title. It is dangerous. I think I want to... I mean, I would watch it. I'll watch pretty much any movie, but... We still haven't seen Black Kaka Klansman. I want to see that. We could see The Meg again. Mm. I'm going to give you two choices. We can see The Meg again or Mile 22. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely see Mouth 22 before I see the Meg again. I feel like if Peter Berg can nail this one, man. Yeah. Just give me my Peter Berg spy movie, although The Kingdom sucks. I haven't seen The Kingdom. The Kingdom sucks. Oh, boy. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I mean, Berg's going to bring it hard. He, he always at least gives us some, like, exciting stuff. I feel like we could see fingers explode off of a hand. Whoa. I watched that. Yeah. I feel like the violence will be there. I need that check. Yes. Violence and, and check. We didn't even, have we mentioned Eco from the Raid yet? No, and that's big. We uh, we are both huge fans of the Raid and the Raid 2. Best Kung Fu movie of the last 20, probably? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. I it's wish just... I knew his whole name so I could not just call him Uwes? Eco. Uwes? Uwes. I think. Okay. I don't quite know how to... Pr- Pronounce Do you it. think Mad Dog from the Raid will be in here? Oh, God, I wish he was. I love him so much. The thing I fear, though, is that Eco is in those great movies, directed by Gareth Evans. Evans? Yes. I don't know. Edwards? Shit. It's Evans or Edwards. I think one is Ed- Godzilla and the yeah. other. Oh, and it's yeah, it's brutal. Damn it. Yeah. That guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gareth. Who is incredible. Right. A six foot seven fat Welshman. Yes. And he makes... A, Two pr- pretty perfect movies right. with the guy we love, and now we're gonna watch him in this movie Is with it gonna... Mark Wahlberg. With Mark Wahlberg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle up. Let's do it. Let's go. So, friend, uh, we saw a movie called Mile 22. Remember when we saw that? (laughs) Just now? (laughs) But first... Did they try to set up a sequel? Uh, Yes. At the end? Yes, of course. Man. But first, we must talk about what happened before that movie, Mile 22, uh, for the uh, segment about trailers called... The Orange Julius Presents... Orange Previlius. Uh, we saw two trailers that we haven't seen before. All the others we had seen before. I mean, I'm just glad we got to see the Venom trailer again. <laughs> we love that trailer. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very special trailer. Yes. A lot happens. Um, everything happens. Yes. Everything and nothing. Mostly nothing. There's an amazing group hug where Venom hugs everyone, except instead of hugging an entire room of people, he cuts them with his scythe arms. Yes, his arms turn into uh, propaganda. Some folks Communist call it propaganda. I call it a Kaiser blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's he has two sickles. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. But there were I, I, I forgot what the trailers were. I'm uh, so glad you wrote them down. I wrote down the ones that we hadn't seen before, which were the Happy Time Murders, the uh, come puppet. It's like a jizz puppet movie, right? Well, I they have been hiding their big star Melissa McCarthy in all the advertisements I'd seen so far. That's the yeah. first time I've seen her in a preview or in anything associated with it. Which yeah, was, I guess. It was like a shock to me. She's a big time star. I saw one preview that was like a Red Band preview that had like jizz. It was a lot of 
cartoon, okay. not cartoon, a lot of puppet jizz. Was it like schmogus or like yogurt or? Was it was it... like silly. It was silly string. Oh, that's where I've heard about this guy. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of I don't know. What it was is it? Fine. Is Melissa McCarthy not like box office hoo ha now? I think she. I think people love her, right? Well, then why is she just now getting to be the focal point of the ad campaign? They're um, really just. They think people want to see Muppets more than Melissa McCarthy, I guess. I don't know. Well, that they're movie not, looks... They're not even Muppets, right? They they can't be Muppets. Yeah, they can't be Muppets. But they're using, I guess it's the director of the the last few Muppet movies. Yes. Which is not Jason, what's his nutsman? Sudeikis? No. The guy who actually wrote the Muppet, the last Muppet movie. He's oh. in the longest movie ever made, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Jason Siegel. Oh, yes. So he didn't direct those, I guess. He no. Just, he just wrote them. I guess so. He's a Muppet know. writer now. I don't know, man. That bit from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that horrible vampire Muppet bit in Forgetting Sarah Marshall somehow led to him becoming Muppet auteur. I haven't seen uh, any of the things you're talking about. Good for you. Thank you. You haven't Thank seen you. Forgetting Sarah Marshall? No. I did see the first Muppet reboot where, where uh, the dude from Flight of the Concords wrote some songs, and I liked some of those songs. Okay. The end. <laughs> we also saw a trailer for <laughs> visionary director, actually former visionary director Tim Burton's Dumbo. Oh. Starring a lot of people I like. <laughs> Colin Farrell's in it and Michael Keaton's My, in it. I feel like Michael Keaton has hit a phase of his career where he is just the villain. <laughs> he is just always the yeah. villain. And Danny DeVito's in it for some reason. Batman Returns returns. Yes. And who else was in it? I think that may be it. Oh, I'm sure that... Uh, I, I feel like Claire Foy is in all things now. So yes. Maybe, maybe she plays Dumbo. There's a Claire Foy-esque woman. She has one line. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and um, that looks like a bad movie, but it kind of looks pretty, even though it looks like a horrible movie. The extent of a Tim Burton contribution to society now is a good-looking trailer. Yes. That's yeah. the full extent of Tim Burton's uh, artistic reach now. He makes pretty things... I mean, I guess they're pretty. The The last one I saw was the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one, which was not great. Was and that the one where Johnny Depp does like a Jack White impression the entire time? <sighs> he does. I don't know what the fuck impression it was. It's just like, hey, oh, there's chocolate here. And then he did uh, the same thing in Dark Shadows, I believe. Probably. Boy, we're just, we're all living in Johnny Depp's play world. <laughs> Uh, why yeah. Why make uh, Charlie and Cho- Chocolate Factory? Why not just make a documentary where you go into Johnny Depp's house of wine and cigarettes? <laughs> His palace fun. of wine and cigarettes. I would love to watch that. Now, that's a movie I could get into. It, I probably We probably can't watch it because he hurts women, so you're not allowed to watch that kind of movie. I mean, that's like a whole room in the, in the, in the, in the, in the fun house. Yeah, R. Kelly style. Yeah, the, oh, good God. Sorry. Ta-da! De-escalated quickly. <laughs> De-escalated? Anywho. Yes? Mile 22. We saw this movie Mile 22. How do you feel? I am um, I am of multiple minds here. I thought there were some cool parts, and I think there were a lot of cool parts buried in there that we weren't allowed to see. <laughs> like, I think there might have been some good choreography that was, like, cut to shit. Oh, yeah. And that we did just didn't get to see. Very Christopher Nolan on the fight scenes. Yes, just nonsense. Our boy Ico Ico. Yes, I love Giacomo him. Fina Yes, did from not, the raid. Did not get to, uh, and I understand you don't want to try to do the kung fu just like Gareth Evans did. Yeah. Uh, am I saying is that the right Gareth? I get yeah. my Gareths twisted. I think sometimes. it's Gareth. Gareth, yeah. Um, but you can't go full Nolan 
you know, Dark Knight Returns stuff on there. No. That, you just couldn't... Barring one, the first fight scene, which was pretty fun. Yes. Couldn't tell anything that was going on. No, you couldn't tell anything. I mean, I don't know why. It seems like if you get a person who is, like, in great movies, he's in The Raid, he's in The right. Raid 2, he did all the choreography in those movies, he's good at it. Right. You could sort of see, like, glimpses of cool things happening, but otherwise it was just like, why do I have to see things like, just like whip pans, all whip pans, past people doing stuff. Just let me see him do a thing. Uh, yeah. The one thing we did see is he he uh, pulled someone's head through a car window and then raked his neck across the broken glass. Gently sawed their head which off. Which was awesome. Their head didn't come off. But he no. Did, he did slit their throat with granular... <laughs> Car window glass, it was so good. Which I had not seen before. I had never. That was seen like that. watching like early Peter Jackson. I was yes. Like, Whoa! Yes, it was brutal. That's what the, one of the, like this movie to me is like the Burger Boys, the Wahlberg and Peterberg. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what? We should make Tony Scott movie. Come on, <laughs> let's make a Tony Scott movie. This had like elements of deja vu. It had elements of what was the Gene Hackman Will Smith vehicle. Oh, all the, it was like the unofficial sequel to the conversation. Oh, um, what? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it, but it's is that the one that Ben Affleck's into, or is that I a don't different f- one? No, basically, <laughs> uh, this is the one where Gene Hackman plays Harry Call again. Yeah, and he's like, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a they take the the paranoia paranoiac features of the conversation and make a Tony Scott movie based around it. Really? It's wild. It's, I won't say it's good. <laughs> I would say it's better than Mile 22. It's definitely. Now, Deja Vu is actually good. Okay. But Deja Vu is another one that's, you know, all this uh, Overwatch stuff. But there's actually elements of sci-fi in that one, strangely, out of nowhere. Ooh, okay. You I like seen that. Deja Vu? No. Deja Vu's I'm awesome. sorry. That'll go on the list. Okay, let's put it on the list. But, um, uh, this I, yes. movie, like, I feel like Mark Wahlberg... Do you remember the scenes in Boogie Nights where Mark Wahlberg is, like, being the tough guy, bad actor, badass in the porns? Yes. And we're seeing that, and we're supposed to be laughing at it? Yes. I felt similarly about this entire performance. Yes. Yeah, hey, cool, fuck you, hey. Hey, it's your birthday, no fucking cake. It's like he can't get out of the Dignan role from The Departed. <laughs> yes. He's stuck in it. Yes. But he doesn't have Martin Scorsese... No. Or that were a great script to lead him to water. Also, the Dignan role was a tiny little role. Yes. That was some somewhat enjoyable because it was a, a small role with a yeah. bad wig, and we got yeah. and you know you kind of laugh at it. And he comes when, in right at the end and shoots somebody. You're like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you have to do this, for Ooh. like for uh, that was a long movie. I think maybe not. I don't know. It's one of those movies like. Uh, the accountant that we saw last it was year. A, it was not as bad as the accountant, but it was a lot like the accountant. But it wasn't as fun as the accountant. It was like wor- it was like worse, but <laughs> I don't know. It was like better I, but worse. Or I something. just the, the accountant just tortured me. <laughs> uh, it was like I now can watch the accountant and laugh at it, but at the time it tortured me. I still think, and this goes back to what we said beforehand. Peter Berg may have never made a good movie. Whoa! But he has style that I enjoy. Man, and. What was the Horizon one? <laughs> I can't even D- remember the name. D.W. Hozo. Yeah. I think, that's a Horizon. Good, I think that's a good movie. I don't think it's a good movie. But, oh, okay. But I really enjoy his style, and I just keep hoping that he'll put it together. 
But yeah. And in this, when he goes out and gets like a genre action superstar, you kind of think he's going to. Yes. And I don't even mind the terrible script, the no. terrible plot, and the terrible characters. No. If we had just gotten to sort of get more of that good kung fu. Yes, and get more of, like, the action thing. Okay, if you're going to do, like, oh, this is a heat set piece. Let's do the heat set piece and yeah. then do the raid set piece. And just do those things right. And did he just, correct me if I'm wrong, did he take the raid and tilt it on its axis and make the raid sideways? Kind did of. Did he make deep water horizontal raid? <laughs> sort of, yeah. Because he just has to get 22 miles down the street, which they don't do a very good job of, like, creating an end point and a start point, no. really. They're, uh, they're never like, oh, you've got five miles left. It's weird because <laughs> it's almost like from Jump Street, from the op- the way it opens and does Mark Wahlberg's ludicrous, a countdown-esque character. <laughs> like, does his life story and, like, oh, fits and stuff. Yes. Oh, you go to gifted class. He's a genius. <laughs> and whenever just... you feel upset, pop this rubber band on your wrist, which Mark Wahlberg literally did in every scene. So much. Yes. <sighs> I mean. It was an exhausting movie. Yeah, I want to give it more credit than it's probably due. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do it. Oh. Just think back to Sicario 2 and give that the credit that you want to give to this movie. Uh, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, th- I think Sicario 2 and this movie are similar. I think Sicario 2 is better than this movie. It's like smelling better than a turd in a toilet. No, no. There's like a few... like specifically cool things in Sicario, and I don't think there are many cool things in this. I thought there were cool things. I think they're very similar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. S- Sicario is more gratuitously violent. Yes. To the point of being uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, which, and I also think Sicario may have been somehow less self-aware than this movie. Maybe. Which is incredible. Yes. And Sicario, even though Berg gets all the jingoistic nightmare talk... Uh, which is mostly well-deserved. Yes. Um, Sicario literally makes the evil guys the heroes at the end, and they just inexplicably do the right thing at the end. Yeah, it's very weird. Whereas this, the only thing that happens is uh, we get more monologuing from Mark Wahlberg. Interminable monologue that is even referenced in the film. Yes. When John Malkovich, maybe the only actor we had in this movie, (laughs) tells him to stop monologuing. Yes. Uh... I mean, I would. This movie, to me, if you put Denzel Washington, it is a good movie. Yeah, that's how we're skipping way ahead. But that's yes. how low man. Oh, Mark Wahlberg is for me. Mark is the low man. But are let we me, doing a let me go. Hero? Yeah, we might as well. Uh, Sean, for you. Yes. What's your beef lamb, gyro euro, of the movie? I think we may disagree on this, but okay. in the. In the rare moments when I actually got to look at Eco's face for like a second, right. I thought he was pretty good. I have no complaints about him yeah. at all. I mean, I don't think he had shit to do, but it seemed like he was trying to act. Like he was like the only one, other than Malkovich, he was like the only person who was like trying to be an actor in the movie or something. I don't know. It was, I, it's a strange film. I mean, it's very weird. Uh, let's do, we'll, we'll do a, a brief summary. Okay. Basically, yeah, I'm going to let you do it. Okay. Roll with it. Basically, 
<laughs> Overwatch is the third option. The first option is something. The second option is some other thing. And the third watch, third one is Overwatch. And I think it's implied that's the FBI and the CIA, but I don't know. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is Overwatch. There's the lady from Walking Dead. She's Overwatch. There's the punchy lady. She's Overwatch. That's Ronda Rousey. Yes. There's a current bunch of... WWF wrestler. <laughs> there's a bunch of people who get killed. We never meet them, really. They are Overwatch. Yes. Uh, they have to bring this political prisoner who has some things that will bring down apparently the Indonesian government. I, I have no I idea what country or countries we were in at any point. South. They said Southeast Asia for some reason, but okay. Right. Uh, and they're going to take him 22 miles. That's most of it. Yes. Uh, there's, a, there's a little opening bit where they kill some Russians... And we find out that these are important Russians at the very end. And but... then we're supposed to be surprised when the Russians are somehow involved again? Yes. When They're uh, in the whole movie. It's a ludicrous. Ludicrous. If you were surprised <laughs> by the plot twist in this movie, turn the podcast off. Yeah, no, keep it on. <laughs> keep listening. But just, you know, do some self-reflection. Learn about yourself. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's, for some reason, Russians in it. The Russians aren't interesting. Yeah. The Russians are meaningless, pretty much. They're just kind of there, flying around. It's to, like, get some clunky, make America great again, Peter Berg faux edginess in there. I guess so, yeah. Like, Berg's not Trumpy, but this was like him trying to be like, look, I'm not Trumpy. I mentioned the Russians. Yeah. With a... With a fuzzy Make America Great bobblehead in the background, I mentioned the Russians. I forgot. Look at me. We Have we gotten to the low man so I can mention the bobbleheads? Yes, we are now at the low main low man of the totem pole. There are many low things for me, but the bobbleheads, I have no idea why the fuck they were there. But this is very important. <laughs> they have their own protective case. With foam on the inside, there are like ten presidential bobbleheads for some Look, fucking reason. Oh, when you're Overwatch, you have to pack accordingly <laughs> and neatly every single thing. Yes. You have to do inventory for those bobbleheads. That's bobble true. Heads. And they made sure to put the Trump and the Obama one right next to each other. Like, hey, Right next it? to the guy doing the drone strikes. <laughs> well. He writes. So this was a political... Thriller, but mostly an action movie. Yes, it wasn't. And yeah, I don't the really action know what the movie were. elements were fine. Yeah, some of it was fine. I mean, he was not. He kind of echoed all his Lone Survivor, Last Man Standing bits. Yeah, which he could he could not and did not top. No. Nor did he have the actors this time. I mean, the actors were bad. Yes. Uh, my hero is is also Ico Ico. I'm not yeah. sure how to say it, uh, but uh, his scenes were. Awesome, and the only part where I was really titillated. And like I said, I'm really a fan of Peter Berg, so it's kind of like a bummer that there wasn't as much of that stuff. But from the yeah, from Jump Street, this this one was just a little bit off, and and almost like felt like he maybe he's maybe he's going for some kind of action vehicle and wants to make a bunch of these and make a bunch of money. Yeah, because he hasn't really had a big hit in a while, so maybe this is what they're doing. But low low main low man for me, absolutely 100. percent Say hello to your mother for me. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Peter Berg. We should make a movie. Hey, what did you else, say to me? Well, someone else says say hello to your mother for me. Well, uh, was... Did you remember that? Heiko <laughs> says it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I was wondering, this is why I don't know why he was mad. Okay, so mm -hmm. mother is the name of John Malkovich. Right. But the whole time in the car, he's saying mother, right? Correct, yeah. So why is it a surprise or a weird thing when Eco says... 
It's not Say a surprise. If it was a surprise, do you turn the podcast off? <laughs> Leave it on. <laughs> just listen to us. We'll soothe you. Uh, um, I mean, the he, script is just... Uh, what is the script? Yeah, the script is just, they drive... It's an abyss of references that I don't think the writer understands. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're really searching for meaning in there, there's something to glean about the, you know, Blackwater and people gleefully uh, drone killing, drone striking. which giggling after he blows up a man. But, (laughs) I mean, it's, I think people will probably confuse the filmmaker's intent with just showing how things probably are. Yes. Um, But, I mean... It was a rather joyless affair. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. I just, I don't mind if it's, like, brutal and, like... And it was indeed brutal. It was brutal, but it's just like, you know, show show me some guys getting shot. It was just, like, just fractions of a second of someone getting shot. It's right. It's just, it was, everything was lost. I just didn't get anything. And the brutality on the screen was nothing compared to the brutality on the page. Yeah. we just... I felt sorry for that actress from The Walking Dead. Some of the lines she had oh, to deliver. Oh yes, like man, we. I, there is a okay. device. Yes. Can you talk about the wizarding, the wizard app? Oh, there is for some reason a wizard app, and uh, it is for the lady from The Walking Dead to speak to her husband, director Peter Berg, <laughs> actor director Peter, Peter Berg, Berg. <laughs> who her ex who's her ex husband. Yeah. Yeah, but it won't let her swear in texts. I mean, who thinks this is a good idea? <laughs> I have no idea what it's for. Why is it there? I mean, so when this movie kicks off, I'm I start feeling like maybe outside of like the weird exposition stuff with Mark Wahlberg's character yeah. to kick it off, I'm get they're kind of just showing people doing their jobs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm getting some Michael Mann vibes. Yeah. I am getting some Thief vibes. Yes. I am getting some Heat vibes. This is looking pretty good. Yeah. It's kind of like that. What was that heist movie we saw earlier this oh, year? Oh, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. That has a great opening scene. I'm like, I can get into this yeah, shit. Yeah, first 10 minutes. Let's do it. But then, like, we start seeing Peter Berg cameos with apps they invented just as narrative devices to have a kid show up. To I, That's probably Peter Berg's kid. Like, I don't yes. know what was happening. Yeah, I don't. So, I guess in theory, we're supposed to care about that lady, right? right? Is that the point that we're supposed to care about that lady? I guess we're supposed to relate to her. And then we go, oh man. And who can't relate to wanting to swear at their ex, but suddenly there's an app that won't even let you swear at your ex? <laughs> what? Yes. What? Why couldn't they have just used a real app? I don't know. Like, just Skype? Yeah, they could have been on Skype. You didn't have. Oh. Skype could have kept going down. Something that actually happens. Yeah. Why? Yeah, there's a lot of very confusing stuff in there. It's a it's a strange movie. This might be. This is not Peter Berg's worst movie. No, this is not. Not even close. Let's let's, let's wait. Work. No, this may be his worst movie. No, let's get on that totem pole. Okay, I think so. My favorite is Lone Survivor. Okay, yours is Deepwater Hoso. I think Deepwater Hoso is my favorite. Or are you a Patriots Day man? I really like Patriots Day too. Okay. Uh. This and Patriot's Day are wrestling right now. Oh, you think Patriot's Day is almost as bad as this? No, Patriot's Day is probably better. I think it's better. Patriot's Day is probably better. Patriot's Day, there weren't... This This movie had, like, some f- good stuff and then, like, lots of grown-worthy stuff. Yes. This this movie, despite having tons of ammunition, didn't have the ammunition, didn't have the actors. 
No. We needed the actors. There should have been at least one John Goodman in there to like bring it out of the depths. There was just way too much Wahlburger in this <laughs> affair. So much Wahlberg. I mean, this uh, this ah. is this is the nadir of Wahlberg's peaks and valley career. <laughs> How I just can't imagine who Peter Berg may not be the smartest person, but he must know that Mark Wahlberg doesn't seem smart. Dude, I've never thought, wow, Mark Wahlberg is really intelligent. Mark Wahlberg gets shit done in Hollywood. Yeah, I guess so. He produces these films. I mean, Ridley Scott's casting him. I, I don't think anybody's casting Mark Wahlberg for his master thespian skills. Yeah, but who thought he was smart? Usually he's in the background, kind of like when he's the lead, he's still kind of like part of the... Yeah. Like in Lone Survivor, he's Marcus Luttrell, like the quiet one, you know. You know, it doesn't even seem like the lead until he's the last one there. And that yeah. works perfectly. Yes. Because if you give Mark Wahlberg the rope, he will hang himself and everyone in the theater. He'll happily hang himself. He'll smile as as he hangs from the rope. Uh. <laughs> He'll look right in your eyes and he'll hang from the rope and smile. I kept waiting for him and Iko, Iko to have their uh, fight scene so that I could make my this isn't the first time at Wahlberg's punch an Asian in the face joke. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But that scene never comes. No. And that had to be on purpose. That's in the sequel. <laughs> yeah. That's the scene for the sequel. So we. By the way, I'm oh. totally in for the sequel. <laughs> Hey, this was a bad movie. What's, but what's going to happen in the sequel? Also, so many weird strings. So, Walking Dead Lady, she's in the plane with Eco, dangerous triple agent. Right. Uh, is she dead? Do not care. I don't either. <laughs> but do you think they'll ever get a sequel to this made? There were, I'm going to say, nine people in our IMAX theater. Yes. Until... A comely young lass. Oh yes, came into the theater uh, as the movie was starting, strutted her way over to us. <laughs> was she strutting? My, my penis was twitching like a rabbit's nostril at this point. <laughs> so it was the most it, it, female interaction I was going to have in some time. She was cute, comely young lass. So the type of girl who could wear a baseball cap and, and still be sexy. Oh yeah. And she comes up to me and she whispers breathlessly, "I can smell her perfume at this point." <laughs> Is this a Mark Wahlberg movie? <laughs> she was... Lady, you're in the IMAX theater. How did you get in here? She was Venom. You she have an doing... assigned seat. <laughs> hey, is this, the... is this the movie with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> that was amazing. You looked over at me. I was like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> she was great. I love her. Oh, man. She was a real sweet gal. Well, Sean, uh, what's your final verdict? I feel like I probably have made this movie seem less enjoyable than it is. But let, let um, me get your take on it. I didn't hate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't really like it either, though. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm there with you. I find it uh, <laughs> guilty, and I will put it to death. <laughs> I, I find, yeah, I find this movie guilty of being the first truly Mark Wahlberg vehicle. Yeah. Like, he is supposed to carry this movie, and carry it he does not. No. Well, maybe he does carry it. He carries it screaming into a fiery <laughs> inferno building, and then the building falls on him. Because, yeah, I mean, usually, like, usually he's surrounded by enough talent to, the, to where he can't do this. Yeah. But he does it. It's really... Oh, I forgot. The, the, the hero of the whole thing, of course... 
is they hand Ronda Rousey two hand grenades. Right. Because she knows she's going to die. Yeah. And then she blows herself up. Yeah. That must be the hero, right? That, that happens the best part, right? That happens twice in this movie. Oh, yes. They, there are two points where Mark Wahlberg, pragmatic <laughs> Machiavellian Mark Wahlberg, just basically lets a team member die. He abandons And leaves them. them with something to defend themselves as they die. Okay. What you can, you can yeah. do that once. You don't get to do that twice. No. Let me ask you this. Okay. What if we had seen this like two weeks before we saw Fallout? Would we dislike it as much? Or have we been ruined by Fallout? That's a great question. And the answer is, can you t- ask the question again? <laughs> <laughs> would we not like it as much? Yeah. That, no, would we like it we more? We would like it more. Yeah. Because, yes, this like, coming out right after Fallout... And honestly, I like movies like this more than Fallout. Like, I like the gritty, like, show what I what a stupid person like me thinks is a more realistic espionage movie. Yes. I like that appeal more. But this is a stupid movie. Yes. Stupid movie with a horrendous sleep performance. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to see, like, any people driving around... Ever like I don't know if I can ever watch someone drive around without seeing Tom Cruise anymore. Fallout's also a stupid movie. If you put Tom, yeah. if you put Tom Cruise in this movie, it probably would have been awesome. Yeah, this movie probably would have been awesome. Yeah, he probably would have, you know, gotten a so Mark cool Mark director. Wahlberg, you sir, the summarily judged <laughs> and rendered verdict is guilty. Yes, you ruined this movie. Fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. My, if you're listening, Peterberg. Eh, you know what? You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> Peterberg's Peter like my cousin who like he's trying so hard. <laughs> he keeps he messing just can't up. stay out of jail. He keeps. It was. Can we say much less jingoistic? Yeah, but they hit. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think it's. Hard I don't to, know what to do anymore. It's hard to tell in all of his movies because there's there's Americans being really brutal. So you're like, wait, is this pro-America I feel or like, anti-America? <laughs> I feel like this was a response to all the claims of their movies being overly jingoistic. Yeah. And their response was just to look like fools. <laughs> like the scene where Mark Wahlberg, the scene that, that narrates the whole movie is Mark Wahlberg being in one of those like mysterious, faceless, three-person court martial courtrooms. Yes. And he's just ranting and raving as his a countdown character does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. Yep. I can't talk about this anymore. Okay. Should we tell them about all of our sites? You know about all of our sites, right? Yeah, for our plug at the tail end of the show brought to you by <laughs> Milk of Magnesia this time, uh, we're going to plug our own site. Oh. Uh, which is uh, foodcourtmoviepodcast.com. Check it out. Sean, tell them about the social media. Oh, follow us on Twitter at... Food Court Cast. Yep. And Instagram at Food Court Movie Podcast. Okay. And <laughs> Facebook, I think you just type Food Court in there. Yeah, you'll find it. And is that all the things? That's all the things. Oh. Uh, we should be up on iTunes very soon. We finally got approved for that little number. Which also, should be a lot of fun. May I say, if we're hoping to do some Food Court classics yeah. soon, uh, if you have any ideas, tweet at us, send us a message on Facebook. Of movies you like us to watch at our own home, some old movies, some old classics, maybe something you don't even like. You some want to new classics us. like my uh, Michael Mann's Miami Vice, please. Can we do that one? <laughs> yes, can uh, we watch Miami Vice, please? Uh, also, we'll, uh, we're going to let you guys vote on that via social media, so please follow us on there. Give us a chance to interact with you. 
Well, Sean, that about wraps it up for me. I have no further thoughts. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to erase this and go back to being Peter Burke's biggest fan. <laughs> uh, but I now have seen what a millstone Mark Wahlberg can be. <laughs> I can, I can go to full on Mark Wahlberg hate now. That's uh, I can sleep I can sleep at night. It feels now. good. Yeah, Let it out. I'm, I feel great weight's been lifted. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, folks, and bon appetit.